I'm Patrick Bidivy, host of ITM, and today we're going to talk about the differences between millennials and boomers and Gen X's and why millennials are the way they are and is there a clue, a reason why they are the way that they are. Here's one thing I believe as a cyclical cycle that happens. Listen, tough times produce strong people. Strong people produce good times. Good times produce weak people. One more time. Tough times produce strong people. Strong people produce good times. Good times produce weak people. Let me explain. In a startup, if you ever work in a startup, it is tough times. It is not easy. Every day you're about to go out of business. So whoever makes it during the startup time, they become strong people. Then the strong people together bring the good times. The good times is when an assistant had a few shares gets a $600,000 check. When one of the salespeople is making one and a half million dollar your income. When one of the executives gets a $6.9 million check because they were able to go through the tough times to the strong people to the good times. But the good times, typically what it does, pain goes away, standard gets lower, everybody gets more casual, so guess what comes next? Weak people. And guess what weak people produce? Tough times. How many companies have you seen went out of business? Sears, Blockbuster, all these other companies went out of business. Tough times, they're great. Strong people, good times, then they went out of business. So now let's get right into it. If this is correct, and if boomers and Gen Xs say that millennials are lazy, that millennials are distracted, that millennials, all they, all they do is they're on their phone all the time, who is the cause to the effect of them being lazy? So let's get right into it. Let's look at the four generations. First, we have the silent generation. These are folks that were born between 1928 to 1945, okay? Then we have the boomers. They're born between 46 to 64. Then we have Gen X, born 65 to 80. And then we have millennials, born 80 to 2000. So now I want to take a look at what were the toughest experiences each generation went through as these kids are growing up, right? What impacted their lives? Obviously, if you look at the silent generation, they went through the Great Depression, which probably the most difficult time in America, last 100 years. You're talking about a time where everybody was trying to stretch the dollar, literally that saying is from that time where, hey, let, let, here, you eat a piece of this piece, bread, you eat a little bit of this, honey, did you make money today? Did you find a way to make money? No, babe, oh my gosh, how are we gonna make the rent? I don't know what to do with the kids, they're cold, don't turn on the AC, but it's cold, don't turn on the heater. Those were tough times, so imagine you're a kid, you're growing up watching mommy and daddy trying to survive. That cr- creates a certain level of toughness in your skin, right? World War II is also what they experienced. Next, boomers. What did they experience? Vietnam War, sexual revolution, JFK, MLK, Robert Kennedy assassination, Cuban Missile Crisis, Civil Rights Act, moon landing. That's what boomers experienced. Now next, Gen X, Desert Storm, personal computers, Iranian hostage crisis, Rodney King, dual income families, both husband and wife, mom and dad were working, Watergate, that's Gen X, millennials. They have social media, video games, schedules. For the first time ever, kids have a schedule. What do you mean? Well, on this day he does this practice, on that day he does this, on this day you take piano, on that day you do this, on this day you do this. That used to be something that royalty families and political powers and millionaires would do. Now the regular middle income family has schedules for their kids. Why? Because it's what millennials are going through. So what kind of an impact has this had based on the thing I'm talking about? Well, look, technology-wise also changes things. Silent generation, the technology they experienced was the Hoover Dam. Obviously a few other ones, but that was like, oh my gosh, we have the Hoover Dam. 
boomers experienced the microwave. The first time it came out, they were blown away. Gen X's experienced anything handheld. Cell phone, smart, all of this stuff, handheld. And for millennials today, technology, you know what's advancement for them? Anything. Everything is limitless. Oh, are you kidding me? We can do anything. They think anything is possible today because of the level of advancement. So now, if this argument of tough times, strong people, good times, weak people is correct, we can say no one had a tougher time than silent generation. That's tough times. Boomers, strong people. Boomers produce Gen X. Good times. Gen X produce millennials. Weak people. If you say that they are lazy, that they are this, that they are that, well, then maybe this formula is right, that you're saying that. But now, let me give you another part of this. So for the boomers and Gen Xers are saying, I told you I was right. That's why they are the way they are. They're so sensitive, you can't tell them anything. It's always a fight. They don't want any constructive criticism. Who's going to tell them the truth? Perfect. Remember cause and effect? Remember the whole thing about cause and effect? Okay. Stay with me here. I remember back in... 2006, 2007, I was thinking about, you know, one day I'd like to get married. So I was talking to this man who was very successful. I said, listen, how do you judge a great parent? He says, what do you think? I said, I think you judge a great parent based on great kids they raise. He says, I used to think that as well. He said, the way you judge a great parent is by their grandkids. If your grandkids do well, you did a good job as a parent. Wow, never thought about that before. Yeah, it has to be with your grandkids. Interesting. So, if you say anything bad about millennials, the finger gets pointed to boomers. And I know boomers don't like that. Because maybe you were too soft here, and they became even softer. Why? Here's why. So this influenced me to go a little bit deeper and say, I'm curious to know which generation had which drug they kind of messed around with the most, okay? So I went to a website called drugabuse.com and they had a research done by Substance Abuse and Mental Health Administration looking at which generation use which drug the most and during what age. Because a lot of times you may participate with drugs when you're younger and obviously as it gets older, you don't have a reason to do it anymore because your association changes. Watch this. When you look at the colors of generations, you'll notice millennials are red, Gen X is green, Boomers are yellow, and the lucky few, which is called the silent generation, it's the same thing, they are blue. But let's take a look at this. Marijuana. A lot of times people say, well, marijuana's got to be the younger people smoking more weed than anybody else. Nope. Boomers smoked the most weed. Okay? Cocaine. Oh, cocaine's got to be right now. It's, just, it's either right now or Gen X. Nope. Boomers used the most cocaine, according to the study. Don't get upset at me. This is the study. Boomers partied very hard, is what boomers did. But you know what's the one drug that concerns me the most? Here's what's the one drug that concerns me the most. Ready? Painkillers. Look at this chart here. Who's at the top? Who's even close? Who's even a close second? Nobody. Millennials are taking more painkillers than anybody else. Why? Because the generations prior to them want to remove any kind of pain that millennials are going through. Every time there's any kind of pain, take this, go do this. Oh, poor you. Take this. No, baby. He needs to take this. Painkillers, painkillers, painkillers. It's become the painkiller generation. So, but you can say and point fingers to millennials, but you can't blame it on the millennials. It's a cause and effect. We can't sit there. It's all their fault. The point I'm trying to make to you is the following. Watch this. One of the greatest things that we need to win in life is pain. You need pain. A startup needs pain. Baby, I watched my wife have three kids. I mean, I'm like, 
I cannot tell you the pain this woman went through, but when the baby's on her chest, the tears coming down, the connection, the first time I held my daughter, I couldn't stop crying. But I saw what she went through. It was a complete different thing. Businesses, all of it requires pain. But what's, this, is what, this is what's happened over the years. Silent generation had the most pain. Then boomers, then Gen X, then millennials. Lesser the pain, the lesser the threshold of being able to take pain. Sensitive, out, 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 out. So now watch this. This is one side of the argument. The last side of the argument I'm gonna make to you is the following. You know when people say, well, um, I don't like the fact they're always on their phone. Every single time they're on their phone, 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 social media, like, 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 post, picture, all this other stuff, right? I don't like it, I don't think it's healthy. Fine, no problem. No matter who you are, what age you are, no matter what generation you're from, all of us like this dopamine injection we get, and we all get it in many different ways. Some is through food, some is through sex, some is through TV, some is through exercise, some is through drinking, some is through drugs, some is through social media, some is through travel, some is through a lot of different things, right? So watch. For the boomers and millennials that are watching this, let me ask you a question. Would you like to see millennials replace their form of dopamine, which is social media, replace with the form of dopamine that boomers got when they were that age? You see, if you're gonna make that argument, you kinda gotta look at it all different ways. So now, I'm not trying to put the blame on boomers, I'm not trying to put the blame on millennials. I'm not trying to put the blame on Gen X. All I'm saying is we cannot just make a blanket statement and say they're lazy. We cannot just make a blanket statement and say it's millennials' fault or boomers' fault or Gen X's fault. We have to look at the whole package. But here's the truth. Listen, many times if you're watching this and you're a millennial, millennials may say, I knew it. It was mommy's fault. It was daddy's fault. It was grandpa's fault. It's all your fault. Watch this. It's your fault. Listen, millennials, let me just simplify it for you. If this argument is right, I would be worried because whoever's generations are before you, they're going to die off. I'm going to, you know, our generation is going to die off. The world's going to be yours. The country's going to be yours. So if this is true, these times are coming for you and your kids. If it is true, right? So what does that mean? Pat, what are you trying to say to me? I went to a concert one time back in 2005. 2015, and this guy named Dariush, my brother-in-law took me. I've told this story many times. He gets up at the end, he says, I want to talk to all the younger audience here. Here's what I want to tell you. He says, I see the eyes, I see your fire, I see you guys are so excited about life. He says, I remember when I was young, and so ambitious, and I had the wolf in me, right? He said, just remember this, make sure the young wolf in you takes care of the old wolf that one day you will be. Again, make sure the young wolf in you takes care of the old wolf that you one day will be. So, rather than sitting here and pointing fingers at anybody, it doesn't matter, it's too late. It's too late, you can't point fingers and do anything. The generation's already been done. But it's not too late for you to decide to be a leader of your generation. It's not too late to look at this and say, maybe some of this is right. Maybe I gotta be a little bit self-aware. Maybe I do need to make some adjustments. Maybe I do need to do something. Maybe I need to kind of change the part about here. I don't want to be a statistic. I don't want to be part of this. I want to be strong. So then the next time, every time you experience pain, don't just flight. Don't run away. So I don't want to deal with it. Another argument I don't want to do. Why are you calling me? I want to so take a little bit of constructive criticism from the people. Be willing to hear some people out. That's for you. And boomers and Gen X's, the next time you're tempted to say millennials are lazy, study a little bit more. Everybody's got to do a little bit with this whole thing taking place. Educate, get deeper, encourage, inspire. Get someone, other millennial, to say, maybe I want to be the chosen one. 
maybe I want to be a strong leader. Maybe I want to be that example for that generation. So having said that, look, pain is pain, but pain's a beautiful thing. Without pain, great things don't happen. Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bidavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care everybody, bye-bye.